0: Freaks, it's Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, the tribal beats of the methed-out dirt people. Plus, the anal bead chess grandmaster finally learns his fate, a middle school fight club run by a substitute teacher, and anus vacuuming. All this with your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents A Day in the Park Tripping on Drugs.
1: Oh! Oh, buddy you are the most fucking amazing bitch of all time
2: Yeah. Sam
3: Potts yes Sam Potts. I love you I wanna make your babies into fucking little fucking Candace worms with fucking little Bernassi Br- Br- who I was thinking of as somebody else, I forgot her name, what the fuck's her name? One of that cat bitch, one of those other girls who chill at the grove and I don't even know and all I don't even know where the fuck you came from, yo. What the fuck you fucking tripped me up, motherfucker! Come on, piece of me, come fucking work, go
0: Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen.
4: know Optimus Prime is my husband, nigger.
5: I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Try new peanut butter age. Yeah.
1: Fuck <laughs> you, Yes,
0: Tim Hansen back here with you for the Wednesday edition of DV. Have a great one for you. Yesterday I did something uh new. I tried pussy for the first time. You know what? It's not that bad. I think I'm starting to see what all the fuss is about. Honestly, it doesn't look that great, doesn't smell that great, doesn't taste that great. But you put all those three things together, something magical happens. Even
6: when I'm sitting on the sofa, digging my pussy, 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 and licks
0: it. Even Grandma digs in her own pussy and licks it. I had to give it a shot. No, now this had nothing to do with pussy. I don't even know why I brought it up. Grossing myself out over here (laughs) Have the dry heaves Just the other day on the podcast I was talking about an email I received Requesting a listener meet up Like face to face And hang out That most certainly did not happen As I stated on the show It would be a disappointment for them It would be a disappointment for me You ain't getting me to leave And actually do something Socialize Ugh! I'm getting the sweats just thinking about that No thank you After I made a big whole production about this on the podcast, screeching about how I would never want to meet up with any of you idiots, someone had the nerve, the audacity to slide into my DMs and ask for a face-to-face powwow. And this wasn't just anyone. This man has made my life a living hell. For the past several years for uh, sullying my good name and opening me up to legal threats and legal issues based on the tomfuckery that transpires on the telephone. Hello.
7: Hello, Joseph. Yes. It's Tim Henson from the phone company. I'm calling to let you know we're going to be changing your phone number on Monday. You're gonna what get 4 You're going to get a brand new phone number. You're going to get one of those new phone numbers that's, like, really long. Why? Uh, just, you know, just you got, we, we, are, we're, we ran out of phone numbers, and we don't have enough to go around, so we're just going to change yours to a 13-digit number.
6: Well, what's wrong with the number I have?
7: Uh, well, a celebrity outbid you on it. What do you
6: mean? I, I, I never had an opportunity to bid on it.
7: Well, we knew you couldn't afford it. So we, we just went ahead and let him bid on it.
6: I do not want I do not want my number changed. Oh, it's
7: too late. We've already signed the contract. Um, he's going to get your phone.
6: I, I, I have signed no contract. I give no permission.
7: No, I mean the, I, the celebrity signed the contract. We, he, we, we already took his money.
6: Well, you better do something about me keeping well, this number because this is the number i signed for this is a number i was given this is a number i've had for a number of years
7: yeah but it's not and really it, your phone number it belongs to the phone company it belongs to at&t
6: well you better do something about it because I'm, i want i want this number kept right here
7: Oh, too late too late no we're gonna give you a brand new phone number it's gonna be
6: 13 well, 13- y- y- who am i talking to so when i contact a lawyer i can tell them what's going on
7: oh tell him tim henson cincinnati ohio 400 Oak Can't Street. Answer. Yeah.
6: That man is still
0: trying to sue me. I am, like, buried in paperwork over here. It's been a nightmare. My whole life has been disturbed thanks to this, and it's all thanks to uh, Brad Carter, who, yes, I met up with yesterday, and we had lunch in uh, a wonderful time. He's a good boy. Take a look at the chapter artwork. There's me and Brad outside of the, uh, the restaurant we ate at. We at a burger joint. Burger place was really weird because they had a whole cow motif their logo was a cow they had all cow artwork and some of the paintings were of cows like a close-up of their face and zoomed in on their eyes and their eyes are all big and sad looking and it's like the whole point of this restaurant is eating cow carcass why do we all have to be reminded of that that cows are such gentle sweet creatures. We're staring at images of the animal we're consuming. Bizarre. Still, it wasn't a bad burger. Anyway, it was, uh, you know, it was awesome and it was great to to meet Brad. This is the first time we, you know, I met him face to face. So uh, that was great. So thank you very much, Brad Carter. He's continuing his cross country adventure. Meanwhile, here at DV, I've got a bunch of audio to share with you to jump. First up, you know, TikTok has a bunch of strange rules, Like the algorithm will pick up if the word suicide or kill yourself is contained in the audio and they won't promote that. So you have to use code words like unalive yourself. Certain swear words are okay. Other ones you have to bleep out or, you know, you won't be promoted. One thing apparently TikTok does not mind is gay guys talking in great detail about getting plowed in the asshole. I think the algorithm rewards you for that. Enter Steven, who I think identifies as a guy, despite wearing shiny blouses, an 80s short womanly do, and makeup and earrings. Look, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but he talks about the elasticity of his butthole, so I'm interested.
3: The day after I bought him for the first time, my butt turned into a vacuum that was on full suction.
0: What an advertisement for the homosexual lifestyle. Do you ever want to suck things up with your butt? You can. Just get fucked real hard by a guy, and the next day you'll have a magic vacuuming anus. Hover that shitter of yours over the floor and pick up dirt, hair,
3: dust. Best of all, it's bagless. So you're probably wondering what happened. I had never bought for anyone, and I hooked up with a guy. He had a very you know, a big situation down there. Again, he's trying to play nice for the TikTok rules. You can't say he has a big dick, but you can say your anus is able to slurp up marbles. When people say you should start off small and go big, that's probably best. But for me, I went straight to the deep end. And with bottoming this, (laughs) I mean, I guess it's kind of a good thing because it helped open me up. Well, to use your analogy of opening up,
0: you can walk through the door like a normal person or swing it so hard you rip
3: the screen door off the hinges. I think that's what happened to your butthole. The next day I thought everything was fine, but I started to walk home and as I was walking home, I just felt like my butt was kind of opening and closing and opening and closing. And I was wearing boxes and the boxes were slightly like getting up my butt. So I had to with class, pull them out. I bet you if you put
0: your ear up to his butthole, you would hear (coughs) almost like a seashell situation, you know? I can hear the ocean.
3: Just come sloshing around in there. (coughs) Waves crashing. But it kept happening. And this is when I learned what the vacuum effect is in bottoming. Sometimes when you've bottomed, your butt gets so used to having something in it that when it's taken out, your butt almost does that. He's mimicking his butthole with his hands. But I went to the bathroom and then I sat in the toilet. All the lotion came out and I thought I was okay. I got up and then I felt it again and I had to run back to the bathroom. And this is what my morning consisted of. Guys, do you see how hard it is
0: to be gay in America? The struggle is real. We've got vacuuming buttholes, lotions leaking out of our rectums. There's so much maintenance involved. A lot of upkeep. Uh, So here he is talking about elasticity. You know, my aunt has a problem with that. She has a very loose asshole. So this doesn't just affect gay people. We'll do this one quickly so we can move on.
3: Does your butthole get loose from blossoming? Now, there are so many different opinions on this, but I am just going to give you the truth. Finally, a gay guy's gonna tell it like it is. If you are going to bottom every day, then there will eventually be wear and tear. And over the years... I do like how
0: he talks about the butthole as if it's a used car. This asshole is high mileage. It's It's got some wear and tear on her.
3: Your butthole will become loose. I don't think loose is the best or correct term, but your butthole just won't have the best grip if you keep bottoming so much. Grip. That's the, That's a good word. I'm gonna tell my aunt
0: about that. Stop saying elasticity. Start saying grip. (laughs) Your butthole doesn't have a good grip anymore. That's why the shit falls out of it.
3: Saying being loose is a good or bad thing. Some people want to be... He's not going to kink shame. Loose. Some people want to be more tight. I will, though. I'll go ahead and kink shame. Guys, if you're gay, don't be taking
0: dicks in your asshole every day. Give that pooper a rest. The hell is wrong with you?
3: I have several friends, a specific friend who always says he's tight. I had a mutual friend who slept with him and I asked him about the experience and the top told me, oh, he was very loose. And if you have close relationships with tops, you will know how they speak about bottoms and they will say that some bottoms are really loose, some bottoms are normal and some bottoms are really tight.
0: Too tight, too loose, just right. I swear to God, I am going to write gay versions of children's stories. This is another Goldilocks situation. Oh my God, that would totally drive conservatives crazy. Goldie Cox and the Three Bears. Make it totally look just like a children's book, illustrated, <laughs> big letters. Make it, you know, easily confusable with the real thing. Oh, my God, they would lose their goddamn minds. Well, there you go. A gay guy talking about loose and vacuuming assholes. I was going to say we didn't really learn anything here, but the suction butt thing was kind of new to me. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, by the way, Slapplebags Bags sent that uh, in our Discord, so thank you very much, Slapplebags. Bags. Oh, Slapplebags a few days ago also posted an update to our good friend David Super N-Word. He is, uh, he's like a little child. Well, he's kind of like me, you know, obsessed with poop, (laughs) poop content. An emphatic yes. I eat poop.
5: Jankum. It is my dinner, lunch, brunch, snack, breakfast, drink, It is my passion. You uh, know that you got me exactly where you want me. You figured it out. I smear poop
0: on my skin daily. Now, you may say, Tim, he's obviously not telling the truth here. He doesn't really eat shit can you say that though with any certainty when it comes to david super n-word no he's just that nutty also adding to the evidence that he is in fact a crazy person on the walls of his room he has written in marker purple marker blue it's a lot of scribbling a lot of words i don't know if those are formulas or what daily jank
5: him, baby jank him. now thank him thank you for uh, for asking me that and trying to remind me of uh, my worst time.
0: Yeah, someone asked him if he still ate poop, and that was his response. The ending of the video makes it seem like uh, he was only eating poop when he was truly psychotic, and that was not a pleasant memory. It's just hard to get a real, like, coherent answer out of him. Also, if, you know, if he didn't really like v- the uh, the memories of him being consumed and consuming shit during his psychotic episodes, you'd think he would change his name because uh, his username on TikTok is my problem is Poo Biotics. Even when he's not responding to people, he, he still talks about shit. So this video, in fact, this entire channel is really shitty.
5: And I, I recognize that's true. Um, I also I don't have a job.
0: I don't work. Well, that's like the least surprising thing I've heard all year. My poo works for me. That a boy. You get that shit working for you. Some people have their money working for them, you know, by investing it, turning money into more money. This guy does the same thing, but with uh, his bowel movements. I've turned two shit logs into four. I don't work. My poo
5: works for me. I get poo work perks. My perks.
0: Again, some of you might be saying, oh, he's just having fun messing around on TikTok. Stop taking all this so seriously. But as he's recording this, there's like an overlay of text that is just insanity. They're not even real words. Poo-mi- poo-ramid scheme. 309. A bunch of numbers. 278. 12 gun. Two free tweezers. Sev twin. Then there's a bunch of other numbers. Six five
5: six one. Skiv, scov. So we need to then go past two, three and multiply it by three again. How many people have consumed poop after two free has undergone its pyramid scheme layer?
0: This is really where the video changes from a, uh, a poop-related content to what I think is a mathematics lesson. Sev twine. Three times sev
5: twine is what? Sev times three is twine. Three times twine is gev. Twan gev.
0: This is like if you attended a math class on acid. This is what you're hearing the teacher say. Twan
5: gev times three is skive skun, and skive skun times three is oneian
0: nix gee. The sad thing is, this is what is actually being taught in school. This is Common Core. What they are doing to the kids in America amounts to abuse, really.
5: That's as big we're going to go down this pyramid scheme, because that's a lot of poop, a lot of people, a lot of consumption.
0: A lot of, sh- a lot of shit concepts today. Let's let that all soak in. Thank you, Professor David Super N-Word. Elsewhere in the tardosphere you TARD Tamir is back now. I know we featured Tamir not so long ago, so I told him, look, I'm going to give you 15, maybe 20 seconds That's all I can afford, uh, you know, on today's show. We've got, you know, it's jam-packed. I can't spend a lot of time on you. So he said, all right, I will make this very quick. So, Tamir, you have 20 seconds.
4: Now listen to me.
0: I don't want to make other people happy.
3: I don't want to please. I want to fart And I will fart as many times as necessary for me to become free. Uh.
0: Yeah. I guess it's a bit of a public service announcement for your Wednesday. Thanks, Tamir. Next up, we've got a crazy neighbor who appears on a woman's front porch. It appears the homeowners are not in the house, but the ring doorbell captured everything. This lady appears to be upset based on the fact that she's banging on the door and the windows and as she's banging on the doors and windows she's got her middle finger up it's like you know a, a fuck you knock is that like the music of your people or something it sounds very tribal chicor chicor Shiko Chika! Shiko Yakaka This is the wailing cry of a spiritual ritual from the Crystal Methamphibian tribe, also known as water crocodiles. These swamp people of Florida typically stay in their own environment, but due to urban sprawl, more and more methamphibians have been sighted in well populated neighborhoods and area walmarts. Here's a meth amphibian caught on camera.
4: Oh, is it open? Oh, smart. You know why? Because I don't know your social. You know what that's protected under? The Declaration of Independence.
0: Pretty sure when the Declaration of Independence was signed, people didn't have social security numbers.
4: Next time, do your motherfucking research.
3: You stupid ass
4: bitch.
0: Now it appears that she is, uh, she's done. Like, she, you know, she realizes no one's home, so she's gonna leave. But instead,
1: lucky. That. But
0: she punches through the window. That. My favorite part of the video is next. I didn't know this about ring doorbells, but you can set away messages. Almost like a voicemail or something, right? That.
1: But Hi, we're grilling and chilling.
0: That's just gotta piss off the crack addict a little more. That cheery voice. You know, and letting her know, hey, we're out. We're camping. We're having a good time, grilling and chilling. How's your life going? Hope you're not high on meth, cutting up your hand by putting it through a fucking window. Hey, we're maxing and relaxing. Hi, we're grilling
1: and chilling. Please leave us
4: a message.
0: Oh, the crack addict looks pissed. That's why. Is that
6: what
4: you want?
0: She's looking at her hand.
4: Oh, guilty in the court of law.
0: You're the one that got hurt.
4: If I shall bleed.
0: Then she can breed. I'm pretty sure that's how that rhyme goes. You want to get knocked up?
4: Oh.
0: Yeah, it's starting to hurt. (laughs)
4: That's why. You know why? Because that's glass. And you know what's underneath you?
0: Probably a blanket because they're having a picnic outside. That's when the crack addict just walks away. Her, her job here is done. Thank you for your service. A uh, couple more real short clips. Oh, I thought we'd check in with uh, Stephen Dawson. He's all riled up again. This has to do with Babe Station. He's received some very distressing news from a couple of guys who said they uh, they have purchased Babe Station and they're turning it into Boy Station. <laughs> yeah, they're turning it into a gay cam site, which means no more pretty.
2: No more pretty's naked boobs and twat. Stephen is upset about this. You are both not, not taking... You are both not making... Boy Station, it's never gonna happen. Boy Station is com. Boy Station is not real. It don't exist. It never did. Yeah, he's on to you too. Causing trouble, unwinding people up, which isn't right, really. You know, honestly. Yeah. You two are. B- he's got a learning difficulty. Wind up <laughs> merchants, you really are winding people up on X.
0: The only person he's winding up. Steven. It isn't
2: totally unfair, you know. You know. So you two are both not going to take over Boy Station. I'm, I'm taking over Bay Station that I minute. Mean, say, Stephen is putting his foot down and call it Boy Station. It's not going to happen. You two are going to be stopped. So you're not going to take over. You're not going to take over Bay Station and call it Boy Station. That doesn't exist. Base station it's for girls for women only who d- does a job for living their clothes and getting completely naked like they would do anyway so that's not going to happen. Boy station will not exist. As of the recording of this
0: episode, Stephen is absolutely right it is still babe station. ding dong baby. Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. This is someone we have featured before. Thank you so much to Miss May. She posted this on her YouTube channel. This is uh, Joseph Jones. Again, we've played some of his music before. Uh, I won't blame you if you don't quite remember the name because it's kind of generic, Joseph Jones. Uh, but I think maybe uh, once you hear him, it, it'll it'll jog your memory. I don't know if I exactly need to say this, but uh, the title of the track is I Love the Come in My Girl. Somehow, inexplicably, this song is about four minutes long. Dare I just fast-forward and see what happens at around the one-minute mark? It's, uh, still that. It's more of a mantra than anything, right? It's like he's chanting. Look, I'm not here to waste anyone's time. This is the song. You know, I fast-forwarded all the way through it. It's pretty much I love the coming my girl over and over with a few other lyrics just kind of sprinkled about, but I can't even understand what he's saying. See what I mean? Like, if it's not, I love the coming, my girl. I'm totally lost. Don't know what the hell he's singing. Still, it is a catchy song. Good job, Joseph Jones, and thank you so much, Miss May, for posting that. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the Fucked Up News right now. If you like Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this nonsense. Become a Sideshow member. Every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. And this week is no different. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. I'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear them, you got to sign up. SuperFreaksSideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. If you sign up through the website over there at superfreaksideshow.com, you get access to a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into your podcast app. It works with uh, most podcasting apps that accept, uh, you know, username and passwords for premium feeds uh, like Overcast, Pocket Casts, a lot of the big ones. Uh, If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, there is an even easier way. You can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps. You can even use Apple Pay. And that way, all of the Sideshow exclusive programs will appear right alongside the uh, the normal episodes of DV in your feed over there on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you choose to use. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. One last way to help support the show, uh, this is a big one, a uh, uh, Patreon. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. This is how I make my living So thank you so much to everyone who continues supporting DV If you pledge at least $5 over there on our Patreon uh, campaign page You get access to a special voicemail line Where I will play your calls first And I believe we do have some patrons calling in today So we'll get to those in just a few minutes But first, the news First story I have for you I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a trip (laughs) to the great state of Texas. And how you doing, little partner?
1: Fine. And it's Little
5: Visitor now. Attawaioli's how you say it in Cherokee.
6: Oh, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned.
1: (laughs) Walker told me I have AIDS.
0: This is not the normal Texas clip we play as an introduction. Not nearly as upbeat and happy, this is Walker, Texas Ranger, the AIDS episode. Bonus, it's a little child with AIDS, which is always nice. Almost equally as nice is Child Fight Club. And of course, that's going on in Texas. Specifically, Mesquite, Texas. The smoky, flavorful part of Texas. A Mesquite substitute teacher seen on camera encouraging middle school students to fight is now facing criminal charges. 24-year-old teacher Natalie Garcia of Dallas turned herself into police on Monday and now faces four counts of endangering a child. What I absolutely love is the local news uh, ran video of the Fight Club. It was very exciting.
4: What you are about to watch is disturbing. This video is hard to watch.
0: It's not even in the top 100 most disturbing videos played on DV. If you've been a listener for any length of time, you're going to be fine watching this. Grab the popcorn. This is like watching a rom-com. I'll put a link on the show notes. You will be uh, highly entertained with this video. Hard to
4: watch. Ready, go. And hard to believe. Oh, 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 oh. The young boys... Yeah, and young girls you see hit each other hard are only in middle school.
0: And the rest of the class is just sitting down in their desks. This is taking place in a classroom while a teacher uh, watches on. The
4: person instructing them to fight—that fight. is their substitute teacher. Unacceptable. It's disgusting. Beatrice Martinez's 13-year-old daughter took this video. My anger, my rage was so much, why I literally felt like I made myself sick. I start seeing blurry. Mesquite ISD tells WFAA the teacher is Natalie Garcia, confirms she not only encouraged her students to fight, but also outlined rules for them to follow. Let's look at the
0: positive here. Chances are these were problem kids. This teacher managed to get them to participate,
4: follow rules. I don't know, that's a bit of a win, right? Even made a student guard the door.
1: Stand by that door and hold it in case somebody comes
4: in. In the video, (laughs) you see (laughs) Martinez's daughter fidget nervously as she records. She's
0: just hoping that she's not called up to fight club. You're up.
4: As Garcia tells her students to put their phones away. I'm not
6: joking, I'll take your phone
7: to the office.
4: To make matters even worse, Martinez says her daughter is now receiving death threats for reporting the incident. I am not going to. Which
0: is worse than the Fight Club when you think about it. Snitches get stitches. The
4: incident. I am not going to stand back with my hands crossed and wait for the phone call to tell me, oh, your daughter has been killed.
0: Well, now this is why Middle School Fight Club has rules. If she adheres to those, she's not going to die. I mean, she's going to get roughed up, bruised, bleed a little, but she'll be fine. Yeah, Natalie Garcia now faces four counts of endangering a child. The mother you heard in that piece, Betty Martinez, said that her daughter was afraid inside of the classroom and secretly recorded the fight. The teacher can be heard on mic saying, I do not want this on record or record. The school district said this all happened last Wednesday at Kimbrough Middle School. Mesquite Police Department Lieutenant Brandon Rickett said there's no evidence Garcia has organized student fights in the past. Well, this isn't her first rodeo. She had rules written up. You think she just came up with that all of a sudden? She had a whole, like, system. All right, you guard the door. We're going to draw straws to see who fights first. Everyone has to sign this waiver and agree to these rules, you know. The school district notified police about Garcia and the fights. Quote, her actions are appalling and intolerable. The school district said, we share the disgust that the families of students in this class must, uh, must feel. The video shows two separate fights in the classroom, uh, one between two girls and one between two boys. Lieutenant Rickett said she was definitely trying to conceal her actions and actions that were going on in the class by having a student stand by the door in case somebody came in like, yeah, exactly. What the teacher did, the substitute did, was bad. But that influenced and encouraged other kids to be uh, disrespectful and to be ugly, Martinez said. As you heard in the news piece, Martinez said some students have threatened her daughter for recording videos of the fight, but she believes her daughter made the right decision and had these words for the teacher. What you did was very disgusting, and I want to make it clear. My daughter did not ruin your reputation as a substitute, as a teacher. She didn't ruin your career. You ruined your own career." There were no major injuries reported with the 12- and 13-year-old students involved. See? The rules were working. There was a system in place. As always, you know what ruins every Fight Club when someone breaks rule number one. Say it with me. You do not talk about Fight Club. All right. uh, Second story we have for you. Oh, this one's an update from a story I feel like we read last year, but it could have been a month ago. I don't know. I've lost all sense of time anymore. Remember that chess grandmaster who was accused of cheating? And then there were accusations that he was, like, shoving sex toys up his ass? Somehow that was helping him win the matches? Well, he's been officially cleared of any wrongdoing. American chess grandmaster Hans Niemann has been cleared of claims that he cheated in a match last year using vibrating anal beads. The dispute had scandalized the world of chess. You say scandalized, I say made it interesting. I think it's the first time Distorted View Daily ever brought up the topic of chess on the show. I think more people should be wearing vibrating anal beads while playing chess. Yeah, the dispute had scandalized the world of chess after world champion Magnus Carlsen implied that Neiman had cheated in a match in late 2022 when he beat Carlsen in the prestigious uh, Sinkfield Cup. It just sounds pretty hoity-toity. Carlson, who was considered one of the best players in history, quit the tournament immediately. Like, Fuck this bullshit. What a sore loser, right? A week later, you know, when, when he really had a chance to think about it, he formulated this story. He was like, I know what was going on. He had one of those Wi-Fi enabled anal beads and someone in the crowd was controlling it. By the way, they totally used this storyline on a recent uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They had had Danny DeVito with a vibrating dildo in his ass playing chess. At any rate, a week later, uh, the man also refused to play Neiman in a live broadcast online game, instead choosing to immediately resign the match before making a move. A rising star in the chess world, Neiman found himself a pariah. He filed a $100 million lawsuit against Carlson. As well as the website Chess.com. That's a good domain. Uh, And it's short. You know, it's four letters and it's a word. If Chess.com loses that lawsuit and has to pay $100 million, they can get a pretty penny for that domain. I'll tell you that. It's not like one of those dopey .xyz domains. It's an actual .com. Those are very rare these days. (laughs) All right. uh, Yes, he also sued another grandmaster American A Hikaru Nakamura, or something, who all appeared to support the allegations that he cheated. Neiman has admitted to cheating online when he was 12 and 16, a serious offense when you become a top grandmaster, but he insists that he's never done so in a game over the board. Hey, he even promised to play naked to prove his innocence, after unfounded claims that he may have used vibrating anal beads were amplified by who? The world's top tweeter, Elon Musk. You such a little asshole. Like, he has no inside information on this chess stuff whatsoever, but he's weighing in. Okay, just, just work on your dumb-looking stupid truck. All right, uh, chess.com, the world's most popular chess-playing website with millions of users, published a 72-page report in October claiming that Neiman had likely cheated between 2015 and 2020. Neiman denied the allegations. Now, after a U.S. judge dismissed Neiman's suit in June, he appears ready to move on. On Monday, Chess.com said the parties had agreed to move forward without the threat of legal action. But we are pleased to report that we have reached an agreement with Hans Niemann to put our differences behind us and move forward together without further litigation. At this time, Hans has been fully reinstated to Chess.com, and we look forward to his participation in our events. Yeah, but what about the naked chess playing? That's what I was looking forward to. That might bring a a little bit of much-needed heat into the world of chess, you know? Nude chess matches? I mean, Christ, give me something to look at. Meanwhile, Neiman's nemesis Carlson said, I acknowledge and understand Chess.com's report, including its statement that there is no evidence that Neiman cheated in his game against me. Uh, I'm willing to play Neiman in future events, should we be paired together. Neiman also added, I am pleased that my lawsuit against Magnus Carlson and Chess.com has been resolved. Blah, 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 blah. The point is, there were no vibrating anal beads. There's going to be no nude chess matches. This is a real lose-lose for Timmy Boo and the entire chess world. We could have ushered in a whole new era of, uh, you know, sexy chess. All right, final story we have for you to jump. Dead child alert. I have to give these trigger warnings now because everyone is just so soft. If you don't want to hear about a murdered baby, <laughs> you might want to fast forward a few minutes. And while you fast forward, may I suggest you really examine your life. Ask yourself, why am I so soft? Why am I a little bitch boy or bitch girl? Shame, shame, shame on you. All right. This story is pretty awful. It's like one of those uh, gun safety classes that have gone horribly wrong. So it's not so much funny ha-ha, it's, you know, it's funny ironic. A 25-year-old Tennessee woman faces murder and aggravated child abuse charges after she allegedly pressed a loaded firearm up against a scared four-year-old girl's chest. I'm pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to run a gun safety course. This is not in the approved curriculum. This section is called Conquering Your Fears, Who's Afraid of Being Shot?, Ooh, lots of hands going up. Okay, I'm going to go around the classroom, press the barrel of the gun right up to your temple or your chest, pull the trigger. You'll see there's nothing to worry about.
3: Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about.
0: Uh, yes, she pulled the trigger, and, uh, well, I think you know how this story ends. Prosecutors in the office of Ninth Judicial District Attorney General Russell Johnson allege that Brianna Gale... Uh, Deval Runyon's shot and killed Evangeline Gunter on Sunday at a residence in Rockwood. Oh, this isn't even in a class. Now I'm just now I'm thinking she wanted to murder the child. This gun safety course is just a ruse. Runyon's and another unidentified woman and a second child were also present. Neither woman was a parent to the children. Oh shit! What what the fuck is going on here? When police arrived on the scene, Runyans told officers that the shooting took place while she was showing the child firearm safety. She's not a very good teacher. Runyans removed her Taurus Millennium 9mm handgun from its case, then removed the magazine. Runyans related that uh, she then called Gunter over to show her firearm safety, at which point she pressed the barrel of the gun into the front of Gunter's torso and pulled the trigger, discharging a round Into Gunter. If it's true that the magazine was removed when the gun was fired, then it would seem there was still a bullet in the chamber, because a bullet ended up in that little girl. The defendant's reported explanation, already suspect in the eyes of investigators. Yeah, something doesn't quite seem right here. Looked even worse after the other woman in the home allegedly told authorities that Runyon's punished the children that Sunday morning for not waking them up and for eating the second woman's food. That seems like fair punishment. You ate her Egg McMuffin, you get shot in the heart. What's more, the other child in the home who witnessed the shocking shooting allegedly corroborated that Runyon's hit both kids with a sandal and forced them to stand in the corner of the defendant's bedroom as punishment. The victim was declared dead at the county hospital after the two women made a last-ditch effort to save her by driving to a Walmart parking lot. I realize these hicks are from Tennessee, but that's not how you save a gunshot victim. Walmart is never the answer for anything, even if the problem is uh, we're out of Tostitos. There are just so many better options than making a run to Walmart. So apparently, you know, the girl was shot and they, they took her to Walmart. I don't know. They've got a vision center in Walmart. That's kind of like a hospital. Maybe they can help her. They could not. Uh, No, they took her to the Walmart parking lot where they contacted emergency medical service personnel. I bet you they were going to concoct a story. They're like, uh, we were at Walmart and someone shot my baby. Now that kind of makes sense. A local CBS affiliate said that the Tennessee Department of Children's Services had previously been called to the residence where the shooting took place and that Runyon's had a handgun permit. Runyon's bond has been set at $1.5 million in the first-degree murder and aggravated child abuse case. That first-degree murder charge is punishable upon conviction by death, life without parole, or life in prison. Even though that uh, that Runyon sounds like a real bitch, according to court records, She only has a few uh, seatbelt violations. That's the only thing that comes up from 2016, 2017, and 2018. The woman did not like to wear her seatbelt. Civil case records show Synchrony Bank filed a civil warrant against Runyon's. I guess maybe for like credit card debt or something? I don't know. A July 12th hearing in the case was rescheduled and there's been no apparent docket activity since. Look, Synchrony Bank... You're gonna just have to wait a while for your case to be heard. I understand she has five hundred dollars in credit card debt that she won't pay, but she just killed a child. That <laughs> she's gonna be she's gonna be tied up with that for a while in the courts. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. As always, freaks, I love to hear from you. And there are many ways to contact the program show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash show. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky, if anyone's using that. As a matter of fact, I've got another Blue Sky code. I think, did I promise it to someone else, though? I can't remember now, God damn it! Well, hold on. I may have a code for someone if you want it. Email me. I don't know. You'll, you'll be on a list. I'm making lots of lists today, recently, you know? I've got that Mead's Dead Death Pool list. I've got a Blue Sky Invite list. I'm swamped with paperwork here. All right, let's
6: check in with some freaks. Tim, you fucking little faggot cut. This is Lars from California. <laughs> on Monday's show, you pointed out the significance of April 9th, the day uh, Lee surrendered to Grant. And I called on Sunday on the Patreon line and picked that day for that reason, for me to death as death.
0: Right. Well, I got to the call and I mentioned it. He called called on Monday. I'm even behind on the fucking uh, Patreon calls. So on Tuesday, I mentioned, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Lars came up with the same date that I came up with. Another thing. um, But he actually called in first. I think you should be
6: sending me those childhood pictures of you with a guitar and a confederate flag. Uh, I mean, that could lead to something, you know, a little little sexy time between you and me. Yeah, I should find that.
0: I will post that on uh, Twitter if you guys have never seen that uh, photo of me and the uh, Confederate flag guitar. It's like this. It's like a little boy guitar. I don't know if it it says like John Denver or something. Is maybe it's a John Denver themed guitar? I don't know.
6: Hey, Timmy Boo. Uh, This is Doctor Deviant. Uh, I just wanted to call because you uh, on the monday part, yeah, Monday show, you were talking about how somebody should pick April 9th uh, for Meade's dad dying because that's when the Confederacy surrendered. Well, I did. And I called in on the regular voicemail line because I had Oh Patriot line. See, with now this
0: is getting all very this is getting very complicated. Me. So I haven't I haven't got to those calls yet because I'm so behind on the regular voicemail
6: line. with me. So if you go and look this number up, you should see it was about a week, week and a half ago that I called. So I just wanted to make sure that it's clarified that I did call in before you said that. All right. Other than that,
0: have a great day. I will make a note of that right now. I'll put you down for 4-9 as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with having uh, multiple freaks guess the same date of Mead's dad's death. I mean, it's not something that you can predict, really. It's not something you can cheat at. So, okay, you, you'll anyone who picks that date will get a
1: prize, I guess, if they win. Hey, Boo. Bagum here, a here. Long time caller. for First time listener. Uh, hey, I'm on like my. Uh... Ooh, juicy. Nice. Hey, uh, I'm on like my second or third uh, trip to the archives where I started. The very... There's
0: like 5,000
1: episodes of DV. How many are you listening to a day? The beginning of DV. And then I just, you know, go forward until the modern day. Uh, So I feel like I am in some ways uniquely qualified to say that the show has literally never been better than it is now
0: Oh, thank you I'm always worried that I've forgotten how to do my own show I mean, you know, things change I get older Things I find funny are a little bit different Although mostly the same And the format of the show is is pretty much the same But it's gotten longer I'm always wondering, uh, do people still like TV? (laughs)
1: Like, holy shit. Like, a a week of current DV is worth any month in the archives. That said... (laughs) (coughs) Okay, okay, you need to stop
0: burping. Show me a little respect.
1: (laughs) Uh, That said, uh, my favorite month, I think, or not even month, just favorite period of DV is, uh, you know, March, April, May... Of uh, 2020,
0: because mm, I was just sitting around the house doing nothing. I mean that that that's pretty much what I always do. But like that was the beginning of the pandemic. The,
3: the
1: onset of the pandemic and the fear and the worry that everyone had and how like and how that's reflected in this show and just the misery that everyone had (laughs) oh my god it's my favorite fucking part like you illuminate so much of just how much that whole era fucking sucked and how everyone was scared oh my god I loved it I loved it. <laughs> You like when all of
0: humankind is a, is scared you're a sucker for humankind's pain was <laughs> well,
1: afraid for their lives and was worried that they were gonna die yeah. oh my yeah. god it, only
0: a couple uh what a couple million people died I, I, here
1: I listened to your shows from the era and like it's like being wrapped in a warm blanket of other people's misery. Mm. I love it. I love you, Boo.
0: This is my kind of listener You're my people So glad you found the podcast Your home All right Well, I, I, I mean I'm glad you enjoyed The pandemic episodes of DV As we all wallowed in misery there uh, That is all the time we have On this edition of the program I Want you guys to Email me Show at distortedview.com Distortedview.com is our official website Voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 That's
3: 206-666 Oh God, is it oh God The day after I bought him For the first time My butt turned into a a vacuum that was on full suction read the distortion std
0: tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a five-star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts i will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're sideshow members otherwise i'll see you back on friday to end the week until then have a great day bye everybody